0: Chapter one, life is a journey. Each journey may be complete but not finished, unknown. Let me start off by saying I'm not an expert, more like a jewel of many traits. I am sharing my opinions, experiences, and journeys with you. I will share each journey with you in the hope that it will help you or someone you know. Each of us does matter and each life is valuable. This book title encompasses my view of the complete circle of life. When you have happiness and joy in your life, you can become you can be and become a life sharer. Thus, love life, be life, share life. For each of us has a purpose and gift to share with others, no matter the size of the gift. Understand when I say use the word gift does not necessarily mean monetary. It can be a smile, a hug, love, a handwritten note, a spoken compliment, advice, information that helps solve a problem, and so on. I intend to create a book full of energy, tools, and experiences that will guide and help others and their greatest good. I am a firm believer that, you, that what you put out comes back and often 10 times more. The more good you do, the more good that comes to you. This is the golden rule of treating others how you want to be treated. The more positive thoughts, words, and actions you put out, the more positive comes back. I have a mantra, do more, give more. It reminds me of this principle. I am a Midwest girl that grew up in a suburb of Kansas City, Kansas City, part of a middle-income family. My parents were hardworking and earned everything they had. We had a comfortable home in life. I am the oldest of three children. My parents were loving and supportive. They were always there for school activities, sports, and anything else we were involved in. My childhood was good. There was nothing I can recall that I would change. In school, I was an honor roll student that didn't get in trouble or create problems. I was shy. That may be a shock to those who know me now. I had friends similar to me, so we stayed out of trouble. For fun, we would do innocent things like have sleepovers, go to movies, go to concerts, or go to hockey games. I didn't experience, I didn't experiment with smoking, underage drinking, or drugs. My cousin would say, kind of rose on your nose, but what it just, but it just didn't, wasn't something I, that interested me. But it just wasn't something that interested me. In those days, I promise I'm not going to talk about walking in the snow to school. I was taller than most boys. Um, they didn't have long jeans for teenagers like they do now, or at least not at Old Navy, Kmart, Venture, or JCPenney, out where we were shopping. I'm, uh, so I often dressed in boys' jeans because they were long enough in jerseys or something sports-related. I'm still an avid sports fan, but luckily they make ladies' jeans in my size. At today's height of six feet tall, I'm grateful for the stores that have talls. When I meet girls that are tall, I tell them to enjoy being tall and embrace it. I even enjoy wearing high heels. My work ethic is similar to my parents. We work like horses, we get the job done. During my senior year of high school, I was prepping for college by taking the ACT, visiting colleges in Missouri and applying for scholarships. I remember one of my high school counselors telling me about a two-year scholarship to Longview, one of the local colleges. So I literally applied on the last day and was I was one of the recipients awarded the scholarship with a few others that applied. Those two years at the community college allowed me to work part-time while going to school while I still decided on the area of study that I wanted to focus my attention. While working at the local community bank, I decided to focus my studies on banking and finance. After completing my associate's degree, I transferred to the University of Missouri, Columbia to obtain my bachelor's degree in finance and banking. Another great counselor told me of another scholarship for transferring students with their associate's degree. Every penny helps in paying for college. I also worked part-time at a local bank in the New City when I transferred to the school. For fun, I joined the volleyball club team at Mizzou. I even took classes during the summer and worked at the bank. My classes were getting tougher and I was ready to be f- finished with school at the four-year mark with all my credits being met. I planned to finish the summer after graduation working at the bank before my lists would end. I was by no means a morning person in that time of my life. There are a few times when I would oversleep and be late to work on my Friday early morning shift at the bank. Graduation weekend drew to a close and on my first day in the real world, I woke up frantically after having overslept and was late to work. I was at the end of the the rope with my boss and I got fired. Today I'm grateful for the life lesson, but at that moment I was completely devastated. I had never been fired before. Remember I was a rule follower. I stayed out of trouble. I called my parents. The response was that they would come help me move back that weekend so I could find a job. What? In hindsight is 2020. I should have stopped, taken in all the emotion and then thought about all the options. I could have lived on the money I had saved, stayed the summer or even gone on a life changing adventure during that time. In a desperate panic, I moved home and started looking for a job. After about a month, I received an offer from the loan department of a bank. I was in the real world with a real job, real paycheck, and real bills. Fortunately, I was living with my parents and, the, and that absorbed some of the financial stress. I began paying back my student loan. My parents graciously offered to match what I contributed each month up to a maximum amount. This was a great way for me to consistently pay each month and learn financial responsibility. It was a great lesson and allowed me to appreciate the contributions my parents made towards my education. I worked in the bank loan department for a year and then transitioned to a career in insurance and financial services. Sales. I helped families with their investments, retirement planning and planning for the unexpected disability or premature death. I was passionate about helping my clients to make sure they could accomplish their goals and protect their families if the unexpected happened. Most of my peers didn't have families and their items were not and these items were not a priority for them at that time. Generally, my clients were people I had met at networking events or through referrals. It was one of the most difficult sales jobs I ever had, but it was also rewarding in that it taught me many lessons. I quickly learned how to network, meet people, develop relationships, and even how to host seminars. I learned how important it was to save even if small amounts because compounding interest is a magical thing. I saw how someone starting at to save at a young age would have more saved than someone starting at a later age. It taught me how to be a good steward of my earnings and it was never too early to start saving for retirement. Most of the individuals in my generation have benefits that don't include pensions like the other generations may have had. Government programs like social security are not to be relied upon for my generation. So it is increasingly important for me to save on my own. My grandma always says, you should put something back for a rainy day. I have a spender, I'm a spender by nature, so my savings has to be automatically recurring from my account. Then I'm for sure to save first. After almost four years in the financial sales role, I decided to join a different financial services company. The firm helped advisors grow their practices, and I started in their licensed department in an administrative back office position. When a position opened in marketing, I interviewed internally. I reached out to my coworker, Michelle, who was in the position at the time, to find out more about the role, day-to-day activities, and what abilities the position required. I realized that later that not every interviewee took this opportunity to reach out to her. It set me apart in my interview, and it also gave me a clear picture of what the role entailed. During the interview, there was a portion that involved presenting about a specific topic. I stood for my presentation, differentiating me from the other interviewees. My prior ex- experience hosting seminars and workshops gave me the confidence to give a formal presentation to a panel of interviewers. Remember, as a, I was shy as a child, so stepping out of my comfort zone on multiple occasions gave me the confidence to perform under pressure. Was I nervous? Yes, absolutely. I get nervous to this day while when presenting in front of a group. In my role in marketing, I learned, how, I learned more about the advisors and their businesses. I worked closely with one of the founders, Don, and his son, Mike. They're two of the kindest people I will you have ever met. I learned an incredible amount from the two of them during the six years I worked in the marketing department focused on alternative investments. Don and his business partner started the firm over 35 years ago and saw varying business markets. Don was an incredible mentor and friend and undoubtedly learned the ropes very early on in my role because of him. Being a woman in a very male dominant industry, I learned that golf was a sport that I wanted to learn to play. My role allowed me to work with a small team and excel independently in the areas of my strengths. I helped host conference calls and webinars. I built great relationships with advisors, product sponsors, and other vendors all across the country. My time there was life-changing, especially since it was how my husband and I met. The company was founded by two families, so it was a nice place to work. The work-life balance was very much encouraged. Community service is also part of the culture, and it's how I developed my passion to give back to the community. It was during my time at the company that I started volunteering for one-by-one Project at its inception. I was accustomed to having a part-time job while working full-time, so I was working full-time. I also started my own network marketing business, helping others transform their lives physically, emotionally, and financially through a health and wealth company. I started by trying the system myself after seeing the results from my friend Stephanie, who was getting them um, within three days. I became a new person. I was glowing with happiness, energy, and felt amazing. My friends and family would ask me what was different from there. I helped others get started on the system that worked for them. based on their needs and budget, the company was an incredible amount. The Company has an incredible amount of personal growth tools and opportunities that really excited me. My mindset started shifting and I started dreaming again. I met millionaires that were passionate about helping others with financial freedom too. My desire to change our family's f- financial blueprint was ignited. I began doing the math to see how long it would take me to earn a million dollars with my current salary. I remember hearing a local millionaire sharing her story about how she changed her family's blueprint to millionaire. I was shocked to hear that in half the amount of time it was going to take me if I didn't make a change. So I decided that even though her results may not be typical, or guaranteed I could have the same opportunity since we were in the same company. It was time for me to take my financial, my business seriously and treat it like a million dollar business, not a hobby. I began brainstorming and thinking of ways I could spend more time working on my business and have time to write this book. I was willing to make short-term sacrifices to make it happen. I came up with the idea of working at a corporate America job four days a week instead of five, using the fifth day to work on my business and my book. I approached my boss, but that schedule wasn't an option for my position with the company. So I started pursuing other opportunities. And I'm grateful my husband supported my decision and agreed to my proposal. In life, you hear, it's not about what you know, but who you know. I like building relationships with people and getting to know them more about them. It seems natural, but I always truly enjoy learning about others and connecting with them. As I mentioned, i built great relationships with the financial advisors and learned about them during my five, seven years with that company. I felt a huge relief when I was offered a new position working at a local advisor's office. I believe my prayers were answered. The position allowed me to work four days a week and then have the end of the week to enjoy my freedom Fridays. To write this book, build my health and wellness business, live more in the moment during my pregnancy. I worked up to my maternity leave and continued building my network marketing business while on a 12 week maternity leave. I apparently built my business and brand online using social media. It was very easy to work in the pockets of time between feedings and diaper changes. At the end of maternity leave, I returned to work. The next four weeks were full of stress, like I am sure any new mom feels when returning to work with little sleep and a desire to cuddle their newborn all day. There was a shift in my, my work atmosphere, yet I couldn't put my finger on what really was happening and what was going on. I became intentional with my time and worked on building my business in the pockets of my time such as on my lunch breaks or on my commute home. I was feeling like I was being pulled in so many directions. As a goal setter and achiever, I was excited when my boss wanted to discuss goal setting. I was excited to help her grow her business. One of the goals was to take a test. I knew I required an extreme amount of time being focused and studying. And with a newborn, I wanted to be realistic on the time frame. I was really honest with my boss. I knew my capability for studying and passing the test. Our timelines didn't match, and over the weekend, I had time to think. I was fully prepared to begin studying in the pockets of my time I did have, such as on my lunch break. I arrived on Monday morning to find my belongings packed. I found myself as a newly displaced worker, aka I was unemployed. It was a complete shock, almost like being thrown in the deep end of the pool. In that defining moment, I had to make a decision to either sink or swim. I chose to start kicking my feet I'm paddling my arms and swim I am now a full-time entrepreneur I had dreamed for years about taking an entrepreneur course Kaufman fast track my good friend Rebecca was one of the instructors and they had an opening for their upcoming class timing was impeccable everything was starting to fall into place God always has a plan it gives me goosebumps to think that I am living my true purpose and dreams